You're listening to I Heard It on the 806, a podcast by John Bowers. In the mid-1990s, God opened the doors for John's ministry team to share the gospel with the Guatemalan army. Through a series of miraculous events, the Lord created the opportunity for them to not only share Jesus to tens of thousands of soldiers, but to present them with Bibles as well. Here's John telling about some of the amazing things that God did during this time of ministry. 1995, the Civil War was going on in Guatemala. Intense situations, and it was the last place you'd probably want to take a drama team and do a campaign in a nation. But we were, we were led to go to Guatemala because of our mission base that we uh, had become in relationship with there. And so we were doing park ministries. We were doing different uh, concerts throughout the city. It was, a, it was a great move of God. And this one day we had specifically been requested to go up to a mission base into the mountains of Guatemala, outside of Antigua. And when we got to the mission base, it was wooded, forest, kind of a jungle-type situation. And when we were going, going to the base, we passed a large army base. And I thought to myself, wow, we need to come and put the drama on here at the army base. Well, needless to say, when you're in civil war, probably the last place you're going to get to minister is an army base. But we went anyway. My interpreter and I, we borrowed the local Jeep, and we drove a half an hour up the hill, met the general, walked in and explained to him what we were doing throughout Guatemala, and that we have a drama that we'd like to put on, and would he be interested? So he said, well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Bowers. He said, you be back here at 6.30 tonight. We have the lowering of the flag ceremony. And after the lowering of the flag, we will have you put your drama on. I explained to him what the drama was so there was no surprise. Told him clearly we're going to demonstrate the power of Jesus. And when this drama's over, your soldiers will either accept Jesus or, or they won't accept Jesus. He said, well, I'll have a few people. When we got there, we were part of the flag ceremony, lowering the flag, putting it away in its proper place. And then they started marching in platoon by platoon by platoon by platoon until there were 630 soldiers standing in front of this large stage that we were on. It was outdoors. It was an, it was an amphitheater. Told everybody to have a seat on the pavement that they were standing on. We put the drama on. When the drama was over and there was the altar call, you would have thought we were in the midst of a riot and our lives were in danger, shouting, arms waving, people wanting Jesus. When it was over, the general took me to his office, his, his headquarters. He said, Mr. Bowers, you've got to do me a favor. Take this drama, if you would, over to my general friend, too, uh, has about 230 soldiers, just a couple hours from here. Would you mind? He picked the phone up and called and made the reservation, and we were there the next morning, and we put the drama on. The majority of all of those soldiers accepted Jesus. That general took me to his office and he says, would you do me a favor? Would you please go over to my friend, a general friend of mine, which is about three hours away, and he has 300 and some soldiers. I want you to put the drama on there. That general then asked me to go to Guatemala City and to meet John Rivietta. John Rivietta was the number one commanding officer of the Guatemalan army, second only behind the president in authority and power. 
So he congratulated me and he thanked me for coming and presenting the drama to his three general friends on their bases. And he said, so tell me what this drama's about. I said, well, instead of telling you what it's about, let us show you. So we put the drama on with, for John Rivietta and a few of his office staff out on a little portico that he had outside of his office. And when it was over, he says, oh, my, you must take this to every Army base I have in Guatemala. I said, how many do you have? He said, I have 32 Army bases. We have 32,000 soldiers. And if you would come in the month of March, I will make it possible for you to fly on our planes, ride on our buses, be in our trucks if it's difficult terrain. We will guard you, protect you best we can. Remember, it's Civil War. You will stay on the base that night that you stop at, and we will feed you, protect you. He said, would you do it for me? I said, sure. Sure, we'll come in the month of March. That was three months away. So we had three months to get ready. He said, then, would you also present all 32,000 soldiers that I have under my command a Bible? I said, yes, I will, sir. Well, I calculated quickly. That's a dollar a Bible, $32,000. But that's not too big for God. So I came home, talked to some of our business associates that love what we do and going around the world. And we raised the $32,000. We made the order from the Pennsylvania Bible Society. The Bibles arrived there at Christ Center in Junction City. We took out the rows of bus seats in a bus that we were going to haul the Bibles down to Guatemala City in. We left two seats in the front for the driver and two other drivers to trade off as they make the long trip. Put new tires, new shocks. Motor was great. Bus was in great shape. We got to the border. All three borders there from the United States into Mexico wouldn't allow us to cross because they said we were a freight truck. We weren't a school bus. Had to bring the Bibles back. Had to send them back because we were getting ready to go. I'm on the plane flying to Guatemala City with our team of 25. These are high school and college kids. And I said, oh, God, I'm so perplexed over this Bible thing. God, I, I did everything you, you asked me to do. I, I've got the Bibles. We had to raise the funds. And here I'm going to meet John Rivietta in about six hours. And what am I going to tell him? He says, John, first of all, you didn't ask me about the Bibles. You just simply did it without me. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I, got, I, I was upset. I said, God, why are you doing this to me? What do you mean I didn't ask you? And just as clear as could be, I got a great memory blip go across my screen, and I didn't ask him. I simply did it because I thought it was the right thing to do. It was a good thing to do. And sometimes right things and good things wait, pull back, wait until you hear God's final command. So I said, well, Lord, then I'm asking you, can you give me Bibles? Knowing that he couldn't because I'm soon going to meet John Rivietta. So here was a bunch of doubt, some lack of faith coming into me as I'm flying in there. I wasn't in a real good mood. Landed in Guatemala City, picked up in two vans to go to the Army television station where we were going to put the drama on live. And that night, 55,000 people were going to be watching the drama on, on the Army television station. But on the way to the Army television station, we're, we're in heavy traffic in Guatemala City. In downtown Guatemala, there's the roundabouts. 
And as we enter this huge big roundabout, you kind of go around and around until you get into the flow and then you shoot out the street you're supposed to go on. It's amazing. You that have traveled in foreign countries, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And out of nowhere, out of absolute nowhere, a bicycle of all things is in the roundabout and gets hit right in front of us by this little blue Datsun pickup, which didn't have much more than a foot clearance off the ground. That kid on that bike went under that little Datsun pickup and immediately, boom, because of the wreck, traffic was moving all over and there was chaos. And so we, we got out and I told the, the kids in, in the vans, I said, okay, pick up that Datsun pickup and, and let's get that kid out of there. And then they pushed the Datsun pickup off to the side so the traffic could continue to go. And we wanted to hush and hurry things along so that we wouldn't have any police activity. But, of course, we're going to have a kid that's going to be injured, if not dead. As we picked the back of that Datsun pickup up, I was standing right there as we reached down and the kids pulled that bike out. And out comes this kid, probably in his mid-20s. Good-looking kid. Not a scratch on him. His shirt wasn't torn. There was no blood. There was, his hair wasn't even messed up. The bike was completely destroyed. He picks the bike up, starts running out through the park, and then the most amazing thing happened. He turned around, looked at me, smiled as if, I've done my part, now you do the rest. I'll never forget that. I went over then, and the owner of the blue Datsun was rather emotional because of hitting the kid. And I said, the kid's all right. I said, he's, he's got his bike. He's running through the park. He's happy. Everything's great. But who are you? He said, my name is Solomon. I said, well, Solomon, what do you do? He says, I'm the vice president of the Gideons of Guatemala. Oh, my. Oh, my. Are you kidding me, God? And the Lord just is, just is sweet as could be, said, John, now that you've asked me on the plane last night, I organized this whole thing so you could have your Bibles. And by the way, they're free. I asked Solomon, I said, do you have Bibles to sell? He says, no, you can't sell a Gideon Bible. I said, do you have Bibles to give away? Well, he says, we only give them away if the Gideons give them away. I said, how would you like to go to the army? How would you like to go meet John Rivietta with me? And how would you like to present him with the Bibles? He says, Are you, you can't go to the army. They don't, we, we never have been able to get into the army. I says, we are, you will now because I've been invited by John Rivietta. You know John Rivietta? I said, yeah, that's where we're going right now. We're going to, to put a, the drama on his TV station. Then we're going to, after that, we go right to his headquarters. I said, do you have any Bibles in that pickup? He said, well, of course I do. I took a Bible. It was the same exact Bible we bought from the Pennsylvania Bible Society. Oh, oh, I thought, God, you are amazing. The chances on a busy street with thousands of cars going here and there, people everywhere. And are you telling me that at that certain exact second, this kid on the bike, and he says it wasn't a kid on the bike. And I stopped. I says, God, what happened? He said, that was an angel I sent. And that angel did his job by stopping the Datsun pickup that had my Bibles because I wanted to give you the Bibles and John, they're free.
I went to John Rivi at his office after the, the presentation of the drama on the television station that we presented. First thing John asked me, can you imagine what it was? Mr. Bowers, did you bring my Bibles? I said, I sure did. I handed him a Bible. He said, I knew you'd come through for me. <laughs> little did he know. Little, little, little did he know that John didn't come through for him. God came through for him. Oh, God will come through for you if you'll only wait, if you'll only listen, if you'll only obey. So many times in my ministry, I've been so excited I run ahead of God and I've missed the blessing because I'm doing what I think is a good thing, but God wants me to do a thing that's holy, pure, filled with His Spirit, filled with His power. He wants none of my power. He wants all of His power and all of His glory. You've been listening to the I Heard It on the 806 podcast with John Bowers. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing wherever you listen. To learn more about John Bowers, this podcast, and to find out how you can get a copy of his new book, I Heard It on the 806, go to IHeardItOnThe806.com. This has been an Avenue 153 production.